Hi, and welcome to episode 59 of the Stouting Off podcast, where we talk about the most important things in life. Some might say we even spout off commentary about the things we all experience. Before we get started, would you subscribe to this podcast? Would you share it with friends and family? If you're watching on YouTube, would you click the little bell notification? Would would help the algorithms quite a bit, the algorithms, as we call them around here. And lastly, but not least, would you follow us on Instagram? Have you heard of that one? Stouting off podcast on Instagram. Margatsny backwards. Anyway, without much further ado, here comes episode 59 of the Stouting Off Podcast. That's what it's all about. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Stouting Off Podcast. Drew Stoutenberg here, joined by my other hosts, Jordan and Will. Hi, boys. Hi. Hello. Do you guys hear that I can snap? I can clap with just each hand individually? Don't like that. That's impossible. (laughs) It's cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's because I edited it in post, and you're watching it in real time. (laughs) Figure that one out. It's been hot, guys. Can I be frank with you? It's been really hot down here. In uh, in Middle Tennessee, I know it has been in Michigan where you guys are as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yesterday, the heat index, which means temperature plus humidity, feels like the heat index was one oh seven degrees, one hundred seven degrees Fahrenheit. Yesterday, I felt like the opposite of being snowed in. I was sunned in. It was so hot that <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to go outside. Yeah, and not to mention my air conditioning in my car is it works at maybe 8% of what a functioning air conditioning Perfect. system should be. <laughs> That's how Volkswagen designed it. Yes, yes, 8%. yes. 8%. Dude, I, I mean, remember up, that about up, up living like, in Nashville, though. Dude, yeah. You know when, like, you're in Michigan or, or wherever there's snow, and when it's super cold out, you, like, run from your heated car to the heated store? Or, you know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you kind of just, like, get in there as quick as you can. It's the same yep. thing for the heat. Yep. You go from yep. the AC to the AC, like... Dude, it's and when br- you don't have it in your car, it's brutal. Yeah. I was looking at the heat index just last night at like 10 p.m. The temperature outside was 88, but heat index was like 96. <laughs> I'm like, nuts. it's nighttime. The sun's not up anymore. <laughs> right. I got mad. I got mad. And I yeah. decided to do something about it. So I took a nice bath. I took a nice <laughs> bath. Nice hot bath. Not a nice <laughs> bath. So I took a nice <laughs> hot bath. I showed the, that weather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, you said like going from AC to AC. Yeah. You know, when you're going from your car to like a store or whatever in Dubai, it gets so hot there that I know at least there's a there's a car dealership there. You drive you're in your car in the AC. You drive into the dealership, which is ice cold with AC. You get out. You test drive the car that's blasting AC. Then you come yes. back to the deal. You never experience the outside elements because it's too hot. That's how I need to live right now, at least for the next couple months here. Mm-hmm. It's I, So I'm thinking about building a garage attached to my house just in the next week or two so I can pull my car into it. <laughs> Don't have to ever go outside. I just, just throw up the a garage. Week or two. I come, <laughs> you, guys, you guys come visit me in a week and there's just a total... Finish two car attached garage to indoor my house. Pool. How'd you do this? Well, it was uh, <laughs> indoor pool. Well, I was desperate. You know how hot it was here. It's desperate times. You're like, yeah, but how did you? How? Um, four ruckuses in it. And four ruckuses in, in it. the pool. Four two wheel toys. In the pool. 
when we were on the golf trip and we were in direct sunlight for four straight days, I don't know if I told you guys this, you probably saw, but I was so sunburned on my calves and ankles that my, it was, it was, it was plum colored, dude. Mm -hmm. It was past the point of just a little pink. It was bruising. Yeah. And my ankles swelled up like cankles. I don't, (laughs) did you know that if you get, when you get sunburned, the inflammation causes you to swell? I guess I've never had it on my legs or my ankles specifically before, but I remember on the drive home from that golf trip, feeling my ankles like this. I'm like, this feels like an ankle of a 500 pound person. (laughs) Normally my ankles are kind of bony and defined, you know, like, you know, ankles, like ankles are. You work out your ankles a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do the ankle flexion. Right. And yeah. So I had like cankles for three days. It was really embarrassing. That's in fact man. in the team picture you can see him too, dude. <laughs> Just looks like I'm a, sure that's where everybody's <laughs> eyes are going. You know the a, the eyes that. gravitate toward ankles. Yep. These guys Always. look cool, but what Stout's ankles look like? Well, yeah. Well, why, why do his ankles look like uh, a, a, a diabetic on a flight with where they're <laughs> <laughs> on a flight, dude? You know, talking about all just yeah. all the ankle swelling. Yeah. <laughs> And it looks like a fun around. time and everything. What golf course was that? Actually, you know what? Never mind. Look at what's going on with that guy's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a change of topics, but I had this written down because I wanted to laugh about it with you guys. And um, let's just address the elephant in the room, all right? Let's get it out there. Dementia. <laughs> it's tough, man. Tears families apart. Takes loved ones away from us. My grandpa had it. We're well... We're well acquainted with it. He passed away. We love him. <laughs> and uh, and we did love him, and we still do love him. But anyway, when you're going through dementia or Alzheimer's in your family, when somebody has it, there are some very, very funny moments that can occur. And you have to make light of them, yes. or else it's devastatingly sad. Yes. Can I share a couple of my personal, my, uh, my personal encounters with dementia? When my grandfather was going through his bout with with dementia. By the way, if dementia if this was a drinking game and dementia was the word, everyone would just be trashed three, three, sheet, three sheets yeah. to the wind. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. He would call and so in in Detroit where he lived, uh Little Caesars Pizza. Well that's the Little Caesars capital of the world. So everyone's really well acquainted with Little Caesars. It's like our McDonald's almost. It's like right on par. There's one everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you call, or, or they have the hot and ready pizza, which is a large pepperoni pizza, and they're always ready. People don't know that down here. But they're five the hot and ready, they're five dollars, and they always have. <laughs> they may not always oh, be good, that... but they're always ready. Yeah. Exactly. It's so normal that actually saying that a large pepperoni pizza is five dollars mm-hmm. is it's crazy. pretty wild. Yeah. So if you say hot and ready down here, some people know it, some people don't. But a hot and ready pizza is it's a pizza that's ready for you and it's hot usually. Five dollars, <laughs> large pepperoni pizza. My grandpa would call every day Little Caesars, even after we told him many times you don't need to, he would call ahead and order a large pepperoni pizza. And they'd always be like, Listen, dude, they'll they'll be ready for you. Well, I just just Put it aside. It's going to be up for Larry. L-A-double-R-Y. Would always say double R. Like, that's a letter, by the way. Put it aside for Larry. They're like, yeah, we have several ready. We're, we're here for you. And we would tell him every day. We'd be like, Grandpa, you don't ever need to call ahead. Yes. It's like going to the grocery store and buying a gallon of milk. He would also buy a 
triple scoop of Baskin Robbins ice cream every day as well. And then he would buy a baby scoop for our dog and she became morbidly obese and is probably dead now. <laughs> Sadie, rest in peace. Another is quick yes, question. George. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, Will. I have a a question. What, are you talking about the Little Caesars that was right next to the Baskin Robbins? That's across the, one. the street By where from my mom's house. By wow. where you grew up. Special. Because <laughs> I used to do that routine as well. Me and your grandpa have a lot in common. <laughs> Did you also get in a horrible, almost uh almost fatal car accident at that intersection? I I witnessed did. a lot. Yeah. I witnessed yeah. quite a few of what them. What intersection? intersection? Ann Arbor Trail in Merriman. He knows. Where the Happy's Chicken, Happy's, Happy's Pizza is. Now. Yeah, Happy's Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you you were saying? <laughs> Jordan, did you have a comment to add? No. You were going like this. Oh, because you said rest in peace to Sadie. Sorry. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah true, true, true. Paying I thought it was like, yeah, This means that. I have yeah, a question. Yeah. This is Sadie's sign. <laughs> remember? Sadie You're... always did the rock on the, the horns, dude. The rock horns. <laughs> <laughs> Another time... I was, um, I remembered this story. We were, uh, so my grandpa would show up at our house frequently toward the end of his life around one or two or 3 a.m. And he would just like, <laughs> at first, <laughs> at first, at first he had a key to our house, dude. So I would be sleeping or whatever. And he would just. He would just appear in my mom's doorway at 1 or 2 a.m. to tell her something. The cops were at his house or... The pizza was ready. An eight, or, or ordering a hot and ready pizza. But he would just... He was a large man, 6'3", big guy. He fills a doorway. And my mom would just like wake up to a startle of just... Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl. She'd just be... What are you doing here? I've been asleep for six hours. It was so jarring. So then eventually she had to take his key away. So he couldn't do that. Yeah. And then he would appear outside her bedroom window as a silhouette. Oh, no. In the middle of the night. Oh, no. <laughs> a six foot three silhouette at 3 a.m. No. Michael Myers to yes. harken back to episode 57, dude. Yes. It would be like that. But anyway, one time I was, it was a summer night and I was out. Um, with my friend, our friend Modi and somebody else. And we were dropping Modi off and he lived in the neighborhood across the street from mine. And I would cut through his, even if I wasn't going to his house, I would cut through by his house to get to this main road. It was like a frequent thing for anybody coming from my direction. And dude, so I, we were dropping him off at one in the morning or so. We were just, I don't know, 19 or 20 year old kids doing whatever. In the summer, we didn't have any responsibilities whatsoever, which was awesome. And we're dropping him off, and suddenly a car races by. Because we're parked in front of his house. A car races by going 60 down a side street where the speed limit is like 25. Oh, and our friend Matt Dice was with us. Dice was like, Stout, what if that was your grandpa? Because it was a red car, just like my grandpa's. And we're like, let's go find out. We speed up. We get out of the car. Modi, leave. Okay. Me and Dice follow the car. We're speeding up to it. We get to an intersection, and it's one one thirty in the morning. We pull up next to him, and there's my grandpa just <laughs> no in his car with 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 his dog. We gave him our dog Sadie riding shotgun, and they're both just looking forward. I'm like, dude, <laughs> no way. Did you talk to him? 
No, he was under a spell or something, dude. He thought <laughs> cops were at his house going to... Yeah. I remember he used to, Dude, yeah. He used to drive truck. He used to drive truck, like, cartage companies. And um, that was one of the scenarios as well. Like, I'm getting dispatched to Chicago tonight, Cheryl. He would come over and, like, tell my mom <laughs> no that. No kidding, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he got said, to tell he... a lot of funny stories at his wake and stuff. So, you know, love him and honor our, our loved ones, but... He wakes Man, some your of those mom stories are insane. Over a CB radio at 3 a.m. saying he's been dispatched. <laughs> <laughs> breaker great. breaker one nine Cheryl. She hears it from under the bed. She's like, well, "How did a CB radio get under here?" <laughs> he's a very sophisticated setup. He did somehow. It's <laughs> wired into the house. Outdoor speakers <laughs> yes. at your house. Thirty five hundred dollars in wiring. He set up. <laughs> Everyone can hear it, but Cheryl. He set up all the wiring in the middle of the night. Uh, well, no one was awake. A professional setup, but we're like, oh, at the same time, but like you can set that up, but at the same time, you don't know that cops are not at your house at 3 a.m. <laughs> trying to arrest you and the dog. Dude, what was oh, it that was one, one night we were like shooting a movie or we were doing something at your house and we convinced your grandpa that like we or someone were the secret service? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Secret service. You and I made steaks at, at your mom's house, well, your house. Yeah. Oh, we wow. Made I don't remember that. And we drank like 40 ounce glasses of milk <laughs> with the steak. <laughs> yes, dude. Still love milk. And uh, and yeah, your grandpa stopped by and I think you had told him or something like that, that I was a part of the Secret Service. <laughs> Maybe that's where all of the conspiracies in his that's mind where it started from. <laughs> that he, was the origin story. He thought Secret Service was just doing house calls. Door to door, cold calling. Cozying up with yes. his family, cooking cooking with them, yes. fraternizing with us, yeah. asking for his secrets. Listen, you're under close. investigation, but I'd really like to get to know you on a personal and a friendship level. I'm keeping the enemy really close. Yeah. You have milk, right? Okay, yeah, that'll be the first. If you could just... That'll knock one of the charges off, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Man, I wish I could off. remember like the, the whole story there, but yeah, it's funny. Man, We've known each other for lifetimes, man. I met you when I was 16, I think, maybe even younger, 15. So Sounds that would have you. been 19 years ago. I was going to be a freshman in high school right yep, before I met, you, I met you. I met you 19 years ago longer than many functional adults have been alive wild crazy <laughs> life is crazy and it only goes in one direction boys that's correct um, um <clears throat> when you uh when you talked about your grandpa being outside the window of your mom's house at night it uh made me think of this i lived with a handful of friends in a house uh this was at least like Almost 10 years ago, probably. And Was it the Garden City house? Yes. <laughs> the house <laughs> in Garden street, City. street, dude. Yep. It was me and uh, and three friends that lived in there. And um, my bedroom was in, like, the front corner of the house, the front left corner of the house. And I had two windows. I had one that looked out on the street and everything, one that went to the side. <laughs> well, I got home from work one day. And I was, it was just a very long day. And I just laid down in bed, fell asleep, right? Mind you as well that I think it was summer. So I was just like in my boxers, in my bed, nobody home, just chilling. Fell yeah. asleep, 
and 9 o'clock rolls around. It's dark out now. Eight thirty nine. That's very exact. Yeah. Eight thirty nine o'clock. What's the time frame here? <laughs> Eight thirty nine o'clock. Eight thirty nine o'clock. Eight thirty nine. Eight thirty nine o'clock. It was about to be eight forty. It was on the crest of being eight forty. It was eight thirty nine o'clock. Standard time. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I wake up because I hear I'm a light sleeper. You know, I wake up because I hear people like yelling outside somewhere. So I get up, I look around, I open up my door. Doesn't look like anybody's home yet. So it's just me still in the house. And I continue to hear like this yelling. So I like walk down the hallway. I look out the front window and there's two people at the end of our driveway that I can see. Again, silhouettes. <clears throat> I'm like, what are they doing? So I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know. One don't of know. them's my grandpa. One of them's your grandpa. <laughs> and he's talking to a gargoyle. Um <laughs> So He's talking to a lawn gnome, <laughs> arguing with it, <laughs> accusing it of being in the Secret Service <laughs> from President Nixon's term and <laughs> heavily involved in Watergate. Right. And so the accusations are going back and forth between him and the gargoyle. <laughs> the gargoyle is talking back. <laughs> <laughs> the gargoyle oh, looks that's... perplexed like dude what are you here for why are you accusing me of this stuff why are you talking to me yeah. I'm made out of concrete <laughs> <laughs> so I see these two neighbors or people I should say at the end of the driveway yelling don't know what's going on so I'm standing there watching them for a sec and then there's a rap on the side door like for your house Edgar Allan Poe yeah <laughs> I'm in my boxers dude it's dark I'm home alone People are yelling outside, rap at the side door. This can't be good. Someone's going to come good, in to yeah. attack me, or it's the cops, or it's the Secret Service, or it's your grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of the four choices. It's one of the and, four. Yeah, none of them are good. Those Wait, what's are the, a rap? A knock. Like like a knock, like a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. Somebody, instead of knocking on the front door, they knocked on the... I think that's the biggest thing that scared me was, why would they be knocking on the side door? Anyway. Right. They've passed the threshold of the front gate thing. Right. So... Um, I put on, you know, shorts or sweatpants and a shirt and stuff. I go and answer the door and it's this lady and she's like, Hey, um, I'm one of your neighbors. Uh, and we live like right around the block and we were just taking a walk out here and we know who the guy is. He's an older gentleman. He was just like up in your bushes looking through that window. <laughs> so I don't know if like who's home or if you have kids or anything. I said, that's my bedroom window. <laughs> Oh, dude. No, dude, that's my bedroom window. <laughs> no. And she goes, yeah, he lives like behind on the other on the other street and like three houses down. I'm like, well, that's just great. Oh, that's perfect. And let me explain to you as well the not the complexity, but the situation he had to go through in order to get up and look through my window. <clears throat> There's like a, a little bush garden. That's right. That was right in the front of the house. So he bush had this, gardens. Yeah. yeah, there was a bush gardens right there. <laughs> yeah. He had to go over the loop to whirl oh, roller coaster. He right. Go- exactly. <laughs> a lot of rides this guy had to go through to get to my window. A lot of tickets. Pay for parking. Yeah. A lot of to- money. Yep. He must There's have a bush gardens. <laughs> so that's dumb. He had to like climb up onto this ledge and the bushes like there's nowhere to like walk through them or stand sure. really so he had to like lean over these bushes really go through a lot to peer into my window 
And so I said, well, I'm not worried about me, right? If this guy wants a show, I'll give him a show. I don't care. <laughs> I'll give him a show. <laughs> I find it obviously very creepy and disturbing. I'm just hoping he's not doing this at other homes, especially with yeah. women or children. Or women so and children, on. right. So anyway, now that you know, Jeez, again, that was that dude. was in the summer. And so it was my grandpa. Yeah. Is the, the more <laughs> and anyway, so that's when I joined the Secret Service and hunted down your grandpa. Um, so it all makes sense. Yeah. Disguise myself as Jordan. <laughs> it's ah, a complex okay, now thing. That, yeah, it is. Yeah. I make myself look like Jordan going through all that. Um, so then fast forward a few months later and now it's the winter time. And we've had some really cold days and we've had a lot of snow lately. There's probably, you know, on our front lawn slash the bushes, like a good foot of snow. Sure. <clears throat> Same scenario. Get home from work. It's dark out. I go to. <laughs> I go. <laughs> Jordan's out. <laughs> He's already out knowing where it's going. If this, <laughs> dude, if this if I know where this is going, it's dark out. <laughs> It's winter. I get home from work in my boxers again, sleeping again, blinds open again. People arguing in the driveway again. <laughs> Grandpa's arguing to a gargoyle outside again. <laughs> I there's a knock at the frickin door, dude. I get up and I go, what? Why are you here again? She goes, he was standing there again. This time he had to trudge through a foot of snow to get up. He knew what he was awaiting. He was awaiting a 25-year-old man sleeping right. in his bed. That's what he Talk. went through all that work for. But what if there were no tracks in the snow, by the way? He wore snowshoes <laughs> on top of them. He brushed all his tracks ski. out. He backfilled <laughs> perfectly all his steps perfectly. through snow. I wanted it to be two skis going from the sidewalk <laughs> up, the, up the grass and then like literally like homemade snow stairs. He, he had to use like those those ice picking axes to get up onto <laughs> yeah. the side of the house. <laughs> there was grappling stuff from the gutter. <laughs> or I want to see just one set of tracks going to the, the window, stopping maybe five feet from there, and then they don't go anywhere. <laughs> just yeah. They don't go back. They don't go no. forward. It's like he went up into space or something. <laughs> oh man, that got me good, dude. Oh, I that spit sucks. my coffee out on my white yeah. shirt. Oh, that sucks, man. So was so he just got accosted by the neighbor again and just went. Got, they're like, yeah, we chased him off. I'm like, we chased him off. What, what, what does that this? mean? There's like a foot of snow on the ground. This guy's old. What do you mean you chased him out? Where did he go? Dude? We were in snowmobiles. <laughs> is this guy Jason Bourne? Get back here. Right. It, how is this happening? What do you mean you chased him off? How fast is he going? He should be no more than three feet in front of you right now. Right. If this right. All it's hard out. to run in snow. Yeah. Especially if you're old. If you're right. 70. Dude, think about that. Yeah, you're over the age of 70. I don't know how old this guy was. I never met him. He got almost away. I, I almost met him. I almost met him through my window. Yes. But um, yeah. but yeah. Oh, That's dude. funny, man. That's a funny that story, funny. dude. I'm glad you were unharmed, and I'm glad there were yes, no women and children in the house. Right. Um, yeah, cops got called after that for sure because I was like, yep. one time it happens, maybe he's just got something going on. It happens twice, and now I'm getting a little peeved off. That you're trudging yeah, through the bushes yeah. in the snow to come look at me. 
and I don't want it to happen no. to anybody else. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Were the windows Just, open? No. No. So he's trying to look. He's trying he to look. see through. Yeah. No. I like again, going through all those bushes and the snow yeah. to peer for into you. a small for me. He knew what to expect. <laughs> You're not That's the, the eye candy yeah. of the neighborhood. He's already done like this once. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's Dude. done this once. <laughs> This I looks familiar. Remember, I didn't understand why he honed in on me. It didn't make any sense. But <laughs> you, you were the prized eye candy. We're all in his boxers. Were you under covers? Were you under covers? Was my first covers? question. Well, were both, you under yes, both. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Both. Yes. To both. Got it. Got yeah. it. Um, Do you remember in um, Back to the Future when um, when Marty goes back in time and his future dad is in the tree, like peeping Tomming? Yes. Remember that? On his mom, then, right? Yes. Yeah. And then Marty is trying to get him down or something, and then Marty gets hit by the car, and he hits his head on the concrete. Oh, no. And it bounces off like a basketball. Anyway, I always have to blink when that part comes up. I can't look because it's too violent to watch, even though it's not supposed to be that violent. <laughs> but his head bounces off the concrete like a basketball, which is all cool. <laughs> my brother, when he was about... Well, my brother was entrepreneurial and hardworking and wanted to make money from a very young age. And when he was like, I don't know, 10 to 12, my mom grabbed a, uh, an advertisement off of the community board at Meyer. This is before the internet folks. We didn't have things like Craigslist. Yep. So if you were just a, a 10 or 12 year old kid looking to mow somebody's lawn or pick up their leaves, you could yep. go to the community board and people would put up, you know, help wanted sign. Yep. And you just take, you tear off the little bottom thing and it had the phone number on it. Right. And so, um, there was somebody who there's some guy who needed some help. I don't know, maybe he's older or something with, uh, with yeah, yard work. So my mom called on Greg's behalf, my brother and arranged for a time to, for Greg to get dropped off there. You'd think this is the 1950s, by the way, just dropping right. off your 10 or 12 year old son at a stranger's house. Yes. Right. Um, I'm sure my mom would tell like a more detailed story. Like I wasn't going to just drop him off. I was probably going to be there, be around the corner or whatever. So anyway, she listens to this podcast and I know I'm going to get a text review about some grandpa comments and about that. So mom, just take, go easy on me. I mean it lightly. Go easy, sure. So go easy, sure. Please. By the way, our moms met, Will. Our moms did meet. Finally. I thought, That's I thought it was special. a good meeting. It was a very good Dude, meeting. Dude, it was like, it was kind of interesting. Um, it was like me and you, like your mom is the version, the mom version of you. And my mom is the mom version of me. <laughs> it's it was really like a, wild. It was a metaverse, man. <laughs> it was an it out was. of body experience for you guys. And this, yeah, it was this awesome. metaverse out. Yeah. We're, we're both, you know, uh, moms of, yeah. uh, you know, above 60. Yeah. And, uh, That's yeah, right. this is, this is what it would be. So we, we met this that is. metaverse. Yeah. That's tight. It was cool to see a, a glimpse into our future in a different universe and a different reality, just like what, <laughs> what we would be. But your mom's funny, man. She's she's funny. She is. Yeah, Nancy's got a great sense of humor. She gets it from you or vice versa? Yeah, she learned everything she knows from me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so anyway, Cheryl drops my brother off. or No, Cheryl arranges to drop my brother off at this guy's house to do yard work. Something comes up the day of, and she can't, so they have to reschedule. A day or two later, Fox 2 News reporting here from Westland, Michigan. Guy set ad at local Meyer grocery store to lure kids to his home and do 
unlawful things. No way. Oh. He's been arrested and indicted on child whatever charges. Yeah, dude. Barely wow. missed it. Wow. I know. Dude, just no a kidding. lucky a lucky conflict uh, uh a scheduling conflict spared my brother of probably decades of trauma. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. Yeah, wild, that's right? Insane, man. Yeah. Um, so that's on that note. <laughs> you know what really helped with the sunburn was aloe. That's what I would really <laughs> just rub into the <laughs> So he he avoided really... decades of trauma. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, continuing to what I was saying. Um, UV index is how much sun you can take in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, by the way, on the real though, I did just buy some uh, some sunscreen. It's only SPF 15 though. Do you think I'm still going to get a little burn? Yeah, I would. Well, I'm okay with a little bit of... We're both we're both pale. Jordan's pale, obviously. Yeah, I'm pale. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, totally, dude. I'm pale. As I, I mimic Conan O'Brien, he always says that he needs to wear sunscreen that shoots rays of light back at the sun in defense. <laughs> it emits yes. light, dude. Yeah. Just a mirror. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mirror suit. I wear um, sunscreen usually the first time that I go out somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and then fair. from there on, it's it's no it's not an issue. I mean, you probably what on a bad day on a bad sun day, so to speak. Get a little bit of burn and then it's tan in twelve no, hours. No, no, like in Michigan for sure because like in Nashville you're outside all the time, so your tan never really super goes away. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, totally. I just, definitely know what that's. I definitely know about that. <laughs> you flex, but <laughs> I definitely know about that. But dude, the parts of I'm I glow in the dark. That's how pale I am in some parts of my body. I mean, maybe it's just oh, different, though, because I was with the kids and all the stuff outside all the time, you know? My brother sent me a photo, a series of photos yesterday, Jordan, of the worst sunburn of my whole life. I used to have it he pinned said, on my wall. <laughs> he said it was 16 <laughs> years ago yesterday. Yep. The worst sunburn I ever had. You had a picture of it. I was naked in it, right? I was yeah. covering up like, yeah, like a loincloth, basically. Down, yep. Over the groin. Yeah. But I would like bring like, like this was in like my... It sounds yeah. weird. You were in like, high school. I had a bedroom downstairs, and that yeah. was like my hangout spot at my house. Like it was a large yeah. room, and it had like couches and TVs and all the stuff. So like, that's where I would bring people. And so like anyone, like whether it's like girls or friends or people, whatever, like <laughs> there's just a picture of you naked on my wall. Who's that? <laughs> who's that on your wall, <laughs> dude? Because I remember, I remember getting that sunburn. We were out on my dad's boat. And it was a hot day, not a cloud in the sky. And this is how you know you're about to get torched. I was laying on the front of the boat in only swim trunks and glasses, like sunglasses, <laughs> which I had a major tan line. It looked like <laughs> raccoon, like a raccoon after. I was laying in the sun and I was like chilly. I was like, Ugh. it was a hot day and I was in direct sunlight for two hours. Yeah. And I don't think I was wearing sunscreen. And I was just like laying there just like, ah, I need more sun. Looking back on that, retrospectively, I'm realizing that that was my my skin cells getting completely torched. Oh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so, and like yeah. a breeze of air is freezing. Yes. I had a similar yeah, experience. When I lived in Florida, I lived in Orlando, and we would go like either which way to the beach, usually like yeah. every weekend or every other weekend. So it was either like Cocoa Beach, Daytona, New Smyrna, like all of that, or it was like Siesta Key, and around that area, you know, Sarasota, Tampa. That's tight. I miss beaches. 
Yeah, it was sweet because like Orlando Pristine is central, beaches. and that's really the only good thing about Orlando. The only thing. Parks. Take it or leave <laughs> <Just> it. A... <laughs> hey, Parks. Parks. Um, <laughs> that's all. Hey, Parks. Um, but anyway, so I was new there. I went with a bunch of friends. They invited me to like go do this um and i was like i was chilling actually by myself for the weekend so i was like yeah i'll go for sure so we go out to new smyrna which is shark bite capital of the world by the way and hate that nice nice go out there it's super nice like the beach is just well maintained because it's all like it's not private but it's all like condos on it like you're not going to a restaurant across the street it's like houses sure. sit down we pl- like toss a football around. We're running in and out of the water and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm just going to chill for a second. And you guys know what happens when I fall asleep, right? <laughs> when I sit still, you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat in this chair that's like really low to the ground. And you're kind of just like, you know, kind of laying flat. Now, was this would this be like an Adirondack style chair? Um, Like, like less than that for sure. Like... Oh, it's kind of the ones where it's your butt is where kind of own? in the sand almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, Got it. It's two parts. It's like a fabric bottom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. feels good to cool. be the only person out of three people who doesn't know what an anironic did, but, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> an anaconda chair is one where you uh, you sit down and it's Adirondack. You guys totally missed my anaconda. I wanted laughs there and I didn't to get be any, honest so with that's you, a strike dude, on me, dude. I got to be honest, Zoom glitched out for a second. We did not oh, hear what you I, said. Yeah, I said anaconda chair. It would have been good. It would have been good. Like the movie Anaconda with Ice Cube. Uh, wasn't that his name? Anyway. I think so. Um, an Adirondack chair is that style of deck chair where it's like vinyl or plastic and you sit, It's it sits you back at an angle. Armrests are kind of high and they sit flat. Mm. You look like this when you sit in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just me slouching in a chair. Yeah, you're just but slouched just, and relaxed in that chair. Yeah, okay, you look like I got this. it. Here's, here's what it looks look. like. Wait, wait. Here's what. Here's what. <laughs> Slouches back one inch. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like when he's. Can you envision? You know what it is now. <laughs> you just. <laughs> what do you think? You know what kind of chair it is. It's it's it looks like this when you sit. <laughs> exactly like only it. moving your hands. <laughs> looks like this. So when you're in a in a in the anaerobic chair. It's a, when you sit in, you go like this. <laughs> and it's the hands that make somebody go, It's oh, only the hand. Oh, that's the one I that put, makes you put your hands in your lap. Okay. <laughs> it's the one that makes you wave when you sit. It got it. No, okay. <laughs> it's got like a mechanical arm that just. Yes, you rest your arm in there and then it just moves your arm for you. <laughs> all right. So anyway, I'm okay, on the beach. Anyway. <clears throat> we toss a football around. It's fun. It's all good stuff. Um, I fall asleep in this beach chair for mm. four and a half hours in the Florida Ooh. sun, in which I'm not really used to. Skin cans. I wake up, <laughs> feel fine. Get the clothes on. We go to Chipotle. We drive home. It's like two hours or something like that. We drive home. I'm fine. I get home. I'm starting to feel sick, right? Like okay. I'm starting to feel a little lightheaded, little lightheaded, little kind of like, Nause, nausea, nausea. Yeah. Which one is it? Stout? Nausea, nausea. or nausea? It's kind of like, I. it's one of those words I just say fast, but I'm pretty sure it's like nausea. I feel sick to my stomach. That's. Right? So I'm trying to like figure out 
what's going on? Is it the Chipotle? Is it the beach? Is it whatever? Yeah. I look in the mirror, man. I go, I walk into my apartment and I look in the bathroom mirror and I am purple. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, is that like one side of my body is purple. The other is white. Wow. Just so I'm like, yeah, because like I, I fell asleep just, you know, so close to the sand that like nothing else was exposed to the sun except the front of my body. Sure. And so, dude, for about nine days, I was really, really sick. Wow. I think it was sun poisoning. For sure. Proper sun poisoning. You hear about it all the time. Purple, man. Purple. My eyelids, ears, like. Your eyelids, your <laughs> Dude, my eyelids, like it hurt. It, it hurt. It, Dude, you, it hurt to blink, man. You bad. can't sunburn your eyelids. That's insane. Yeah, you can, of course, but I'm saying, like, wow. Eyelids are st- starting to finally peel from the sun. <laughs> there were holes finally in my some eyelids. relief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One time, wow. my friend, uh, my friend John, on spring break, left a pack of cigarettes sitting on his chest while he went, and it was just a perfect outline of a pack of cigarettes on his stomach right here <laughs> they all lit and smoked themselves <laughs> they baked into his skin he picks it up and it looks like a tattoo it says marlboro on it or whatever it <laughs> backwards <is. laughs> it's tattooed on there dude get this what is this <laughs> that's great yeah hey um shifting gears if I may, I, on a more serious note, I was thinking about this this past week. I, um, I love when I have people's approval, people approving of me and supporting me feels really good. But sometimes if somebody doesn't overtly support or, um, or like approve, like if I, if I feel like somebody is maybe not a 100% team stout in my natural state, I can get. I can get super insecure. Can I be real with you guys for a second? You know that. You know that about me. And I came up with this idea. And this is my new mantra. Eh, maybe not a mantra. It's a new way of living. If somebody doesn't come to you and tell you that, you know, because I'd always be concerned. Is, are they mad at me? Did I do something wrong? Did I offend them? Did I? If somebody doesn't come to you and tell you that they're upset with you or you offended them, don't assume they that they feel that way. That's it. The more you know. That's it, you know? So that's how that I live simple, now. Huh? It's that simple. If some if you think somebody's upset with you, don't assume they are. And if they are, it's incumbent upon them to tell you. That's it. It's facts. I'm guilty of that for sure. That's it. Because we're adults now, you know? We're not 18 anymore. We're not making, we're not pouring 40 ounce glasses of milk and cooking steaks and <laughs> pretending we're secret service to my grandpa with dementia. We're Wish adults I now. Wish I could. We, we well, I missed out on that. I Wish know. I could. Wish I could have. <laughs> Me too. One time we hid from him when he came over because I didn't want to explain something. I forgot what it was. But we <laughs> hid from him and <laughs> Andrew, I feel bad about that. I think when I told my mom that story one time, she cried. Anyway, we but should when, spread uh, that word. We should spread that word, Stout, because here's the thing. While some people will believe that and adopt that, yeah. there are some people our age who still 
love to be in high school. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But but those people don't get a, a spot in the inner circle though. That's, That's another true. realization we have to come to is like, you know, if somebody That's can't true. communicate and just be like, Hey, Will, you and I have been in tiffs before and you've just texted me or called me and been like, dude, I gotta be honest with you. You pissed me off. And I'm like, <laughs> you're right. I see now. I'm sorry. You know, like, and then that's how it's adults just, communicate. It's just better to get to the point, man. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. Simple as that. Cause in reality, it's usually not that big of a deal, but you got to communicate. Yeah. 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 That's it, man. That's our, that, that's the, that's the gospel of stouting off, dude. That's what we're, that's what we stand for around here. <laughs> yeah. The gospel of stouting off. Yeah. <laughs> do you um will you when we were rolling before when we were just kind of warming up getting the mics warm mm-hmm. you said you had a story that you wanted to save for the pod do you remember it yeah of course clear in my mind because it happened yesterday um <laughs> well <laughs> but i'm gonna save it for the next podcast yeah oh, but i'm gonna save it yeah, yeah. We're gonna wait a week um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yesterday i had to go uh working in store sampling right for you know whiskey sampling and tell us in detail what that entails and what you do and stuff so i've been doing it's basically um i'm a brand ambassador for michigan for bardstown bourbon company okay so uh mainly i work events and samplings in the metro detroit area so whether that be in in liquor stores or doing bourbon pairing dinners or special whiskey related events you know i'll go represent help represent bardstown and you did a special one recently, that expensive one where you said the tickets were oh yeah, like cars and cigars. Bucks. Oh yeah, dude, that was a dreamland. First of all, like the attendance was out of control, super busy. I think we poured eight hundred to a thousand samples huh. uh, that day. I was nonstop for two and a half, three hours. Um, we got all cleaned up, and then right after that was sort of like the second part to the event. So we went underneath the uh, pavilion at Freedom Hill Amphitheater, and there was I, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never been to this event before. I was just there to primarily work it. I was like, you know, we're going to do dinner afterwards, but I didn't really know what to expect. We get on the pavilion. There's a band on stage, and it's my dream style band. There's a guy up there singing Sinatra. There's oh, a horn section. Heaven. There's trombones. There's all this stuff, and then we sit down, and there's bottles of wine, and bottles of bourbon, and cigars, and great food, filet for dinner. You know, that's so tight. Yeah, and a live auction. You, and you popped up there and sang some Sinatra tunes. I wanted all... to so bad, you don't even know how much it took <laughs> in me in my <laughs> to not ask for the mic. Hey, uh, just I can sing. Right. I can sing. I what I really wanted to do was they had the auction going on, and I wanted to hold up my hand to bid on something. But then yell out that I'm not bidding. I just want I would like to sing one song. Um, <laughs> Do you know New York, New York? <laughs> Dude, the no, thing we haven't heard that, that one, by the way, is like not only can you nail like your voice is very good. Like it's got a good voice, good. you guys. And like pitch is good. Everything's good. You can nail he the can actual sing. voice of Sinatra. Mm hmm. And lastly, you don't need a teleprompter or the words. You have them all here. He yes. knows them all. You don't, you don't even need to reference He's a master anything. entertainer, no. dude. I remember having you, um, you know, like when we would meet up for karaoke sometimes here and there. Mm-hmm. And 
I would be there first and I would just put mm-hmm. a random song in for you and yes. you wouldn't know what it was until you got up there. Yes. <laughs> That's great. And I, I don't know if, if the, getting off topic here, but I love this. Yes. Um, I don't know if this is what spurred you on or not, but I remember, I remember the exact night that this happened to me for the first time ever. Yes, now, we, this is what spurred me on. This is what gave me the idea. We would, me and my friends would go to various spots and they always like seeing karaoke and 99% of them were horrible there. I have one friend. He just screams into the microphone. It's awful, <laughs> but they just love to do it. And, um, I, I was at, uh, Amy Hall's and, and Ben's wedding. And, uh, we get done with that. I go back out in my car cause I'm leaving and I get a text from them and they say, Hey, we're up at the, they were up at wagon wheel in Northville. And they go, we're up here. We're seeing, you know, we're going to do karaoke and stuff. Come on up. I'm like, uh, all right. All right. I'll meet you guys up there. I'm in a suit, right? From the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go up to wagon wheel. I walk in, I sit down. I didn't even barely get to say three words to my friends before the guy in the karaoke the guy running the karaoke goes, all right, will to the stage. Will <laughs> <laughs> perfect time. So mind you, again, I'm wearing a suit <laughs> and I don't know what song it is. You're already smoking a cigarette. What? <laughs> I don't know what song it is. I don't know what genre it is or anything. I get up there and the song starts and it's Creed with arms wide open. <laughs> and so I have to sing that while wearing a suit. <laughs> right off the rip, man. I didn't miss a beat. You just tear the sleeves of off the did. suit. <laughs> um. Yesterday, I have to work a tasting. Uh, it's all the way in Kalamazoo. So from here, it's just north of two hours to get there. And it's really hot out and everything. I get to the store. Their AC is broken, which is just ideal. Love that in the summer. Just super ideal for that to happen. So I'm sweating, doing nothing inside the store. And, you know, it's a, it's a slower day and everything. But this guy comes in, and I don't know if he was necessarily homeless or just out of his absolute mind. <laughs> but he walked in. He walked into the store carrying like four bags of stuff. I'm like, why are you walking into this liquor store carrying a bunch of stuff? <laughs> and you don't like, carry stuff into a liquor store, period. Four bags worth of stuff, dude. <laughs> like he was about to stay there. Like it was an extended stay. Residence in. <laughs> and um, he, he's like really bugged out. And I'm like trying not to make eye contact with him because I'm like, this is not my situation to resolve. This is on yep. the store. So, but he's like, man, do you, do you mind if I, you know, stay here for a little bit, you know, hunker down, blah, blah, blah. And the store owner's like, what are you talking about? We and don't he, even have AC. Why do you want to be here? Yes. I'm like, why, what is going on? And he mentioned multiple times. He said that the Hells Angels have been chasing him all day. The biker club. What? The Hells Angels. <laughs> Have been chasing him all day. First of all, I I don't know if I've ever seen a real Hell's Angels motorcycle guy before wearing the actual vest to identify as a Hell's Angel. Second of all, an entire gang of them is chasing Being you against this one guy of no reputation. No this guy anything. was on his bike, homeless or just down on his luck. And they're chasing you. He's like, yeah, man, I've had a duck in the bushes a couple times. No and way. What are you? Why? And he's like, man, I think they're out there. I look at the security camera. There's not a single motorcycle 
anywhere he's like, in the don't vicinity. you see that he sees them on the on the, the camera <laughs> yes doing circles in the parking he lot. thinks they're riding the bikes around the aisles through the store or something <laughs> do you see doing, any hell's angels in the tricks. room right yeah, now cir- circling around him inside the store <laughs> don't you, you see, see him <laughs> that but, that reminds me oh go, go on well sorry I, didn't I was just gonna say no it was such a weird occurrence i don't know why he would have thought that a biker gang, specifically the Hells Angels, would be chasing him all day. Why he was ducking into, he's like, I went to Taco Bell. They got me there. I'm like, what? I need to know the full details of this. They were working and, the cash register there. Wow. And I, <laughs> they pretend to be to Taco Hell's Bell Angels. employees. Will this be for here? <laughs> he gets up to the window to pay, and it's just a guy, a Hells Angel, standing there. <laughs> That'll be 1017. Um, and your life. That reminds that they ride a motorcycle me. out the drive-thru window and chase him again. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. I was in Michigan um, like a week and a half ago visiting my nephews who were there for the weekend. And they're young, dude. And they we don't we don't see each other but two or three times a year. And they want to play. If they're, It's a waking hour. If you're awake and they're awake, they're going to want to play. And so I would have to stay in my – they get up early, 7 a.m., you know, whatever. Without an alarm. They get up for fun that early. They love it because that's what kids do for some reason. And I would stay in my room until I'm fully mentally, physically, and emotionally ready to be playing for 16 hours straight. And I was telling someone that because once you once they see you in the morning, they can't unsee you. Like Once they see you, it's game on. It's not going to be game off until it's nighttime again. So I was like, dude, it's literally like it's like if you make eye contact with like a crazy person yelling at cars on the street, they're going to lock in with you uh-huh. and yeah. you can't, you, they're going to engage now with you. Now you're the target. Now you're the target. Yep. It's the same thing with kids, man. Once they see you in the morning, you're the target. Guess what, dude? They're like the crazy homeless now. people. Yeah, That's they right. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, they just accost, they just swarm you yep. for, for play and laughs. And it was, it was like that <laughs> when you said, you, you know, I don't want to make eye contact with the guy. I'm like, yeah. I'm like that with my nephews before 10 a.m. That's how I <laughs> I don't want to make eye contact or else. I'm like that it's with game my kids on. every yeah. day. You, you hide from them. Kidding. <laughs> Dude, Jordan's every day. kids do love to play. Anytime I'm around here, they just, Jude wants to show me every costume that he has, every toy that he owns. And then Blakely, <laughs> she'll be like yelling from across the room. She'll be like, bang. You know, like yelling, and I walk over there, and it's calling just... him billiards, billiards, <laughs> billiards, <laughs> and it's just to like show me the little ledge where she can like she doesn't jump off. You you know what I mean? There's like a step oh, yeah. down into his living room, and she'll yeah. just like walk from the kitchen and then just go over that, <laughs> and that was the whole thing. Yeah, they have one yeah. shot, man. They have one shot to impress you every time yeah. they see you. Oh yeah. Well, it's season. He's a he's a person of um. He's a person to do about town. You know, you want to impress this guy. Will right. came over one time and played Hot Wheels with Jude, which everybody knows Jude. If everybody doesn't know, Jude loves Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Like, just Big car loves guy. collecting them and all this stuff. Will comes over and was like, oh, this is great. You know, all this stuff, like playing with him, driving the cars around. He'll never forget that for the rest of his life. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. car guy now. Big car Will guy. Will is. Big car guy. Will's. Yeah. I know. I know my what dad I'm thinks you about. are. Yeah, my my dad thinks you're a car guy because <laughs> you worked at you worked at an automotive company, so right. he thinks you know everything about cars. Right. We reminisced yeah. about this when uh, when I had my mom over to your mom's, 
<laughs> That's funny. And your dad latched onto it because he's obviously big into like, you know, he builds a lot of stuff and he tinkers and he he's built his own, you know, the Jeepster and all that stuff. So once he found out that I worked for an automotive company, he just like we'd be we'd be standing around and he'd be talking about like his latest project, whether it be, you know, the Jeepster. Let's say it's the Jeepster. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I t- you know, I welded all these uh, mantle man and put all these rivets in and stuff like that, and then I had to weld this I beam across that cross member, and then uh, put all brand new struts. Blah blah blah. Will knows what I'm talking about, and uh, blah, <laughs> and just he, th- he thinks that I'm just following along with the. Oh yeah, I've done that a thousand times, Doug. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to do the leaf springs before or after, but you did it after. I was okay, curious yeah, if you totally. put the coils on before the springs, and then. Um, <laughs> You know, the ball bearings put all... That's good. No, that's a good call, man, on well, yeah, the I-beam socket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Put those on after like this that. because Will would have got on to me or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, if Will found I out that I... I would try to pull that past Will. Yeah, if Will found out I did that, man, my ass is grass, dude. <laughs> It's like that, dude. When we went out for a ride in the Jeepster, it was me, you, and I think two of our friends and my dad. And he was talking to us about what he was doing. It's all it's over all of our heads. Mm-hmm. But he's like, Yeah, and then I had to I had to lift it up a little bit because that cape the motor case, whatever, is it's too it just big right. too much of a radius, whatever. Yeah, Will knows what I'm talking about. And so anyway, <laughs> was, we're like, dude, none of us know what you're talking about. Yeah, as if, as if <laughs> you guys are all there sitting like like confused and i'm just sitting like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's pretty Point normal yeah. yeah oh it's all normal stuff man oh <laughs> get to the interesting part get in the nitty-gritty already why don't you get into the nitty-gritty of all that that's great oh that's great well guys uh we're coming up on time so let's button things up is this this is episode 59 right yeah sure is sure is sure is another one in the books we are taking over the over the world I'm stammering and I'm misspeaking, but we're still taking over the world. Right. And you can't, we can't be stopped. The more you stammer, the better the chances are that we take it over. Like the old adage goes. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The old Irish adage. (laughs) We're like the ball in Raiders of the Lost Ark that is rolling after Indy and (laughs) it can't be stopped unless it goes down a hole and then we still don't know where it goes, but we're, we're rolling nonetheless. Episode 59 in the books. Love you guys, viewers and listeners. Love you guys too. Do you know that? We do. So anyway, until next time, take care. Bye-bye.